0: As you watch this teaching, please subscribe, like, and comment so more people can see it.
1: Welcome to Home Group. My name is Rick Renner, and tonight I'm here with two wonderful people. And we're just having a good time together. It's me and Denise and Joel. And Joel, what is in your hand? This is a shepherd's staff. There you see it all the way long. It's a shepherd's staff. It's got the hook on the end. And it's long and that really is a shepherd's staff. It's from the Caucasus, which is in southern former Soviet Union. And guess what I have? I have one too, but Joel, look at mine. Mine is a little more sophisticated than yours. Well, it's not about being sophisticated, it's about being practical. That's true. But yours is taken right from a tree, and mine is fashioned by a shepherd. But these are real shepherd staffs. And Jesus has a shepherd's staff, and he's taking care of us. Well,
2: I like this one. What? I like this one because... More natural. Well, not for that reason, but this little hook right there, that's for rescuing the sheep.
1: I feel for the first time a little prejudice against me because of my oh. staff. It's a, it's a shepherd's staff prejudice. Oh, huh? Okay. <laughs> But we're glad that you're with us tonight. We're going to have a good time. We're talking about the Lord is my shepherd. He is our shepherd, guys. Oh,
2: so thankful.
1: And by the way, if you have a prayer need, would you please let us know how to pray for you? If you'll call us, send us an email. We will begin to pray for you. I promise you, we are a praying ministry. Our team is just waiting to hear from you, and so are Denise and me. You know, when Denise and I go to bed every night, the last thing we do is pray for you. When I wake up every morning, I pray for you. When I meet with my team, I'm praying for you. You're on our hearts all the time. And when you tell us how to pray for you, we do a better job of praying. You always pray more effectively when you know how to pray. So if you'll contact us and say, hey, this is my special need, that will help us pray especially for you. So please reach out to us. And remember that right now we're offering you for free the download called Psalm 23rd, The Lord is My Shepherd. And I have to be honest, when I started this series, I thought, oh, do I have enough to really teach on this subject? It is so wonderful. When I got into this subject, I got so excited about all the ways that the Lord is our shepherd. And last night, we together looked at how we're a lot like sheep, and we are. God, there's a reason we're called the sheep, His flock. But you know, out of all the stand-ups you've done in many different cities
0: and many different countries and with a lot of different ancient things behind you. Yes. I think these are your most funnest ones.
1: Because, you think of, the my sheep,
0: funnest ones? because of the sheep
2: ones. Because the sheep.
0: The sheep. They were bah. so funny.
2: They were a choir. One would go bah. and then the whole choir.
1: Bah. They all would go together. They wouldn't even know why they were doing it. Uh
2: Uh-uh. It was so funny.
1: Or the lead sheep would walk in one direction. They would all just take off in that direction. (laughs) They wouldn't even know where they were going or why they were going. They just followed. It is amazing. funny. (laughs) It is funny. And they were so easily scattered. I mean, when I came into that field where I filmed, the sheep began to scatter because they didn't know me. And they did not... Calm down until the shepherd showed up. And when the shepherd showed up, they began to calm down. Some of them even began to lay down. We're going to look at this today yeah, yeah. that the Lord provides protection for us. And in the scriptures, when sheep were at rest, they laid down. If sheep were disturbed, you could not get them to lay down. Denise?
2: Rick, when we, I remember when we were there. And they put your stool in in the middle of those sheep.
1: All that manure and oh, yes. mud. Ugh.
0: All the sheep. So here's Rick, like he's like they made right a here? perfect circle. They went. Whoop. They made. How do sheep know how to make a perfect circle?
1: Well, first of all, I was in the field alone, and it was a perfect circle. It was a, they, a perfect <laughs> circle far from me. <laughs> right. Perfect circle. Perfect circle. But they were all distanced from me. They
2: knew. That you were a stranger. They
1: knew I was a stranger. Jesus
2: said, my sheep know my voice. And a
1: voice of a stranger.
2: Stranger, they won't follow.
1: And they did not come to me until the shepherd Mm -hmm. brought all that hay. And you know what? I got to tell you something. It's amazing what we do to do those stand-ups for our (laughs) TV audience. They put the hay on me. Not just around me. It was in my lap. They put it all around me, on me, to try to get those sheep to come back to me. And they came. What did they come. There was one sheep that was so strong, I was trying to push me off my chair. But not all the sheep came. A lot of the sheep stayed in their corners and stayed afraid. But the hungry ones came. Well, they did. The hungry ones showed up. They sure did. Anyway, once you have the free download, the study guide called Psalm 23rd, The Lord is My Shepherd. It is such a rich series and it comes with a whole series and you can order all of these by going to renner.org. and right now we're offering you Tony Cook's book called Because the Lord is My Shepherd. It's small, but it is really good. It is the blessings of an empowered life. Well, let's go to Psalm 23. We're going to begin in verse 1, which is where we started last night. And in Psalm 23, verse 1, David writes, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. David was a shepherd. He wrote these verses from such a point of conviction. He knows everything that a shepherd does for the sheep. Now he's looking at himself as a sheep. And he says, The Lord is my shepherd. That means I'm not going to have any needs. I shall not want. And we saw last night that God provides for us. He does. David wrote and said, I've been old, I've been young, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. And if you look back on your history, even if you've been through some rough times, guess what, you're still here. You still have a roof. You still have wheels on your car. You still have movement in life. God has been faithful to you. You may not have gotten everything you wanted, But the Lord has taken care of you. He's nourished you. And David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I can bank on it. That means I shall not want. Number two, he says, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. That's what we're going to be looking at tonight. He leads me besides the still waters. That's what we're going to be looking at tomorrow night. Verse 23, he restores my soul. Then we're going to be looking at his restoration in our life. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. That is the guarantee that as our shepherd, we don't have to, sheep, we don't have to figure it out by ourselves because the shepherd will lead us. 24, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. That's divine confidence that we can have thy rod and thy staff. Here it is. A rod and a staff. It's all one instrument, but we're going to find out what that means, thy rod and thy staff. Why do they comfort me? This is really powerful. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runs over. Verse 26. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And in these verses, we find 10 promises. Number one, God's supernatural provision, that's in verse 1. Number 2, God's supernatural protections, we're going to look at tonight, that's in verse 2. God's supernatural peace, verse 2. God's supernatural restoration, verse 3. God's supernatural guidance, verse 3. God's supernatural confidence, that's verse 4. God's supernatural correction, Oh, uh, we need it. That's in verse 4. God's supernatural prosperity, verse 5. God's supernatural anointing and blessing, verse 5. God's supernatural promise, which is in verse 6. These six things are promised by the shepherd to every sheep. That's me, that's you, Denise, that's you, Joel, that's you. These are promises of what the shepherd will provide for us. But In Psalm 23, verse 1, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Then in verse 2, He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Well, sheep don't lie down unless they feel freedom from fear. When sheep are in fear, they scatter. When sheep are in fear, they are on their feet. They are in movement. The only reason sheep lie down Is because they have freedom from fear and they are at rest. And this means because the Lord is our shepherd, we don't have to have fear. He's going to take care of us. We can lie down. We can rest. And the Bible even refers to this in Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 11. Listen to this. God is referring to himself as a shepherd. And he says, Behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out. Verse 12 as a shepherd, seeks out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered. So I will seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of all the places where they've been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. You say, well, what's a cloudy and dark day? It's when you're having a cloudy and a dark day. The Lord is looking for you in those days. Verse 13, and I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land and feed them up on the mountains of Israel by the rivers and in all the inhabited places of the country. Then listen to verse 14. I will feed them in a good pasture. That means you're gonna have no want. We saw that last night. Hey, and there's a difference between a good pasture and a worn out pasture. That's true. When we
0: went to look at the sheep, there was not a lot of green grass around. I mean, of course, there was a big pasture and I guess they moved the sheep around, but it just wasn't big enough for such many, so many sheep. So there wasn't a lot of green grass. And the Lord
1: knows where the green grass is. He does. Oh, we want to be good grass for you. We want to provide good spiritual food for you. But I will feed them in a good pasture, and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. Now listen to this. There shall they lie down in a good fold. Sheep lie down when they are free from fear. And as I did my research, I found out several things. Sheep lie down when they feel no panic. But when sheep are panicked, they cannot lie down. They cannot. It's like when I walked into that place where all those sheep were, they were totally panicked. Those sheep were acting crazy. They were running here, running there, jumping over each other, trying to get away from me. I even said, let's get them to lay down. The shepherd kind of laughed at me. They're not going to lie down. They're in a state of panic. They don't know who you are. But... When sheep know the shepherd is nearby, they lie down. You know why? Because they know their shepherd is going to protect them from predators. That's why a good congregation that has a good pastor doesn't need to worry about false doctrine, doesn't need to worry about spiritual predators because they have a pastor who has provided such a safe environment that that congregation can rest. That's been one of my goals as a pastor for many, many years, to have such a strong hand in my church and a protective hand in my church that our church has never had to wonder about spiritual predators getting into our church. Our church has never had to wonder about that. They could just lie down and be at rest. Denise?
2: This all reminds me of the Holy Spirit because when when you're something's going on in your life and you're seeking the Lord... But then his presence comes. The shepherd comes.
1: Peace comes.
2: Peace comes. All of a sudden, you can go to sleep. All of a sudden, you're at peace. And that's because when his presence comes, it dispels the darkness. It does. And it rebukes the darkness. And you can lie down peacefully when his presence comes.
1: Sheep also lie down when they are free from the fear of, are you ready for this? Flies and parasites. When sheep feel tormented by flies and by parasites, they cannot lie down. But when they're delivered from that, they can lie down. There are a lot of pesty situations. There are a lot of tormenting spiritual things that try to come against us. But when the Lord is driving those things away, You can be in a place of peace. There was a time in my life when I dealt with some torment, and I could hardly sleep. I was just so tormented. And I had to come to a place of, are you ready for this? Trust that Jesus is my shepherd. And He is going to take care of me. And when I really understood that I could trust Him as my shepherd, I could sleep. The torment left.
0: You know what's interesting about that? I read a book about about shepherds and it was a very, very interesting book, and it talked about the flies. How if the shepherd does not put some kind of like cream on their faces to right. to propel the flies, the flies will get into their brains and lay eggs in their in their skull. And it's it's very imagine that it would be tormenting. It would be. And what you put in your mind is very important, and what you allow other people to put in your mind is also very important. So just remember that. That's good, Joel.
1: Thank you.
2: That's very good.
1: Sheep also lie down when they are free from the fear of no food and hunger. You know, when you're worried about what you're going to eat, it's really hard for you to rest. And it's hard for you to rest when your stomach is empty. You know, when you have the pains of hunger, it's really hard to rest. But the Lord takes care of us and He feeds us and He gives us rest. Now keep all that in mind as we go to Acts 20 verse 28 where the Apostle Paul is addressing shepherds, spiritual shepherds or spiritual leaders. And he says, Take heed therefore to yourself and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God which he hath purchased with his own blood. And in this verse, we find that God's people are called a flock. The word flock and the word sheep, it's the same Greek word. It's just one is singular, one is plural. And here we find that the church is like a flock of sheep. I'm individually sheep, but we as a group, we are a flock of sheep. We're God's sheep. And this verse says a good pastor, a good shepherd, is taking heed to himself. He's keeping himself in shape so that he can take care of the flock that he's been placed over. And notice it says that the shepherd has been made to be an overseer. His job is to oversee the sheep, and to feed them. And guess what? The word feed, the Greek word poimen, it doesn't just mean to feed. It means to nurture, to nourish, to guide, to lead, to rule, even to discipline. All of that is involved in the work of the shepherd. Jesus as our shepherd doesn't just pat us and feed us. Sometimes he corrects us. That's why he has a rod and a staff. One end of it is used to correct us Another end of it is used to defend us. Jesus has to do both. He has a rod and his staff. and Both ends provide comfort. And when the Lord corrects us, we may not enjoy it, but it's a comfort to know that he corrects us when we need to be corrected. And part of the job of shepherding and Jesus being a shepherd in our life is bringing correction to us. And notice what Paul says to these shepherds in verse 29. For I know this, that after my departing shall... Grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. But when there's a good shepherd, the sheep don't have to worry about the grievous wolves because a good shepherd will provide such a spiritual environment that the sheep can lie down. And then listen to what the Bible says in John 10, verse 11. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. Do you know what the Greek says? The Greek sentence structure is completely different. The Greek sentence structure says, I am the shepherd. There's a definite article. I am the shepherd, the shepherd of shepherds. And then the Greek says, the good one. Again, it has a definite article, which means I'm not just a shepherd. I am the shepherd, the shepherd of shepherds, and I am the good one. There's not a better one than me. Jesus is the supreme example of what a shepherd is. And in this verse, he says, the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Well, we know that Jesus gave his life physically on the cross. But Jesus gave his life before he died on the cross. He could die on the cross because he had already given himself. You know, sometimes people say, I just don't know if I could give myself if that was required. Well, if you live a crucified life, then you can do that too. But giving yourself starts in how you live. And when Jesus says he gives his life, guess what? The word life here is not the word bios. The word bios would describe your physical life. It's the word suke. The word suke describes the mind, the will, the emotions. It's where you get the word for psyche or psychology. Jesus was literally saying, I've given all that I am. Lock, stock, and barrel. My attention, everything I am. My mind, my will, my emotions, all my thoughts, my heart, all of me, I have given for The sheep. The word for is the Greek word hooper means on behalf of. Jesus understood as a shepherd, his life was to be given on behalf of the sheep. The word sheep, the Greek word probaton, which means a flock of sheep. That is amazing. Mm. Then if you would look at first Peter chapter two, verse twenty five, where Peter describes Jesus shepherding in our life. For ye were as sheep going astray. Was that true of you? Were you like a sheep that went astray? but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. You see, when you're a shepherd, you're also a bishop. You're looking over. You're nurturing. You're tending. You're feeding. You're teaching. You're correcting. You're ruling. Jesus is the shepherd and the bishop of our souls. But then I want to go back to Psalm 23, verse 2, which says, He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Denise, it gives such a confidence to me that Jesus is going to feed me. If I'll listen, Jesus will correct me. Jesus is going to protect me. Jesus is Jesus, and he's not just a shepherd. He is the shepherd, the good one. The Lord is my shepherd. He's yours and yours and yours. And He is going to give us supernatural protection. And that's not all. We're going to see tomorrow night that He gives us supernatural peace. It's going to be good.
2: You know, Rick, when He corrects us, it's His mercy. It's His love.
1: It is. Joel? I just want
0: to pray together. Father God, thank you for this home group where we can say the Word of God. I ask you to be with our home group this evening. And just give them a good night's rest. Mm -hmm. In Mm -hmm. Jesus' name, amen. Amen. See you tomorrow night. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this teaching, please subscribe, like, and comment so more people can see it.